Hey fam, if we're honest, reading the Bible consistently can be a challenge, but it's never too late to start, and we're in this together. Thanks for journeying with us, and here's your host, Emma Dodder. Thanks for joining. As we continue through the Pauline epistles, which is a fancy way of saying letters written by Paul, we'll be reading 1 Corinthians next. 1 Corinthians is Paul's letter to the church at Corinth, which Paul actually founded. In fact, he likely spent a year and a half with the believers there. However, you fast forward a few years and Paul started to hear things were not going so well in Corinth. It's interesting. Corinth was a city marked by a lot of trade and travelers. It was positioned in really what was one of the most ideal locations for trade and commerce, but with its economic success came wealth and materialism, lots and lots of merchants and travelers, unethical business practices, and pagan religions that often included the selling of one's body for intimate interactions with others. And these pagan religions viewed this immoral lifestyle actually as an act of worship to many of their gods or goddesses. The city became known for its promiscuous behavior. One commentator says, All of this evidence together suggests that Paul's Corinth was at once the New York, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas of the ancient world. So it makes sense that Paul would need to write to the Corinthians and urge them to correct their corrupted ways of living, relating to one another, and worshiping. However, it's important for us to note that 1 Corinthians is not actually Paul's first letter of correction to the Corinthian church. In 1 Corinthians 5, Paul refers to another letter, one that he calls his former letter. We don't have that letter today, but we can be certain 1 Corinthians is not Paul's first letter of correction to this church. Additionally, we also know that the Corinthians sought out Paul's guidance in regard to the chaotic circumstances they were living in, as in chapter 7, Paul addresses the issues they wrote about. It's as if the Corinthians were seeking to be corrected by Paul. And that's the theme for 1 Corinthians, correction. The book can be divided into three parts. In chapters 1 through 4, we see divisions within the church. Then in 5 through 6, Paul addresses disorders within the church. And in chapters 7 through 16, we see the difficulties within the Corinthian church, or the difficulties they were facing. Divisions, disorders, and difficulties. Divisions concerning who led who to the Lord, who baptized who, and so on. Think about it like this. Believers in Corinth were arguing over who knew the coolest celebrity pastor. And then there were their disorders. Sexual immorality, believers were suing one another, and the difficulties within the Corinthian church. Marriages were ending. Widows and singles were anxious. They were dishonoring one another, lacking discipline. Idolatry was creeping into the church, and they disagreed about how the Lord's Supper should be kept. Additionally, women were being incredibly disruptive in church services, and people were using their spiritual gifts in ways God didn't intend for them to be used. So Paul had to remind them of what was true. Correction. And while it can be easy to get caught up in all the bad— we have to remember Paul was not communicating that these people were too far gone. In the midst of the correction, we get a clear picture of redemption. 1 Corinthians 15 actually gives us one of the most clear gospel presentations of the entire Bible, which is why as we journey through 1 Corinthians, we'll find that whenever we experience correction, God's grace always makes a way for redemption. Hey, familia. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. But did you know Join the Journey isn't just a podcast? It's also a Bible reading plan with daily devos and more. 
check it out by visiting jointhejourney.com.